0: Hey, this is Monty Colvin from the band Galactic Cowboys and from Monty's Rockcast, inviting you to watch my new video show here on heavy metal television called Art That Rocks. I'll be painting rock stars from start to finish while I tell some cool stories. It's
1: Friday night at 8 p.m. no matter where you are. Once again, the name of the show is Art That Rocks.
0: In the beginning there was always oh, let me fix it Oh oh no Oh no that's not...
1: show right here on the classic show.com kicking off the show tonight we heard sabotage from their edge of thorns release with the title track and we just heard uh, xyz featuring our good friend terry illowis on lead vocal from the letter to god release with uh tango and tangoing up to his brand new studio mic is my good friend and partner chris hagan
2: what's going on there chris what is up? We didn't test it, so I don't know if it's going to sound good or bad.
1: <laughs> well, it, it sounds fine. You sound like normal. Good. Good, whatever, good. normal whatever normal is, <laughs> as normal as I get. Yeah, there you are. So uh, here we are. We're back again. Yes, we lived through week another just, week. the The week just flew by. It just seems like uh, hours ago I was sitting here uh, cutting up on uh, the Woody show
2: <laughs> and Caitlin's belly dancing. Yeah, uh,
1: Caitlin's. Uh, uh, yeah, what was it? Uh, her her baby dancing in her womb.
2: That's right. <laughs>
1: yeah, no shit. But nice. uh, glad, glad to be back. I, I was looking forward to doing some radio tonight. Well, that's good. Yeah, especially uh, since I see that uh, radio and podcasting and video casting is always uh, coming under fire for, God forbid, some kind of uh, misinformation or disinformation or... You're saying stuff that goes against the narrative. Oh, no.
2: Yeah, because that's what we are. Fact givers. Yeah.
1: Because that's, you know, that's we, what we do. Because we got to protect. We we have a job yeah. to protect the, the populace, the citizenry in this uh, country or yeah. around the world that chooses to
2: voluntarily listen to us. Our job is only to speak the truth and educate people. That's well, it.
1: No, our our job is to speak whatever the narrative is considered the truth and nothing more.
2: Well, if it's not the narrative, then it's
1: not the truth. Don't you know that, dude? Well, I understand. But uh, even if it is the narrative, it isn't necessarily the truth.
2: Oh, of course it is. Just ask. (laughs) So I'm just waiting for our sponsors to pull us off the air. Pull us off the air. Dude, the funniest thing is, um, and I've been noticing it more and more because I've been getting more and more emails about it. I apparently, me personally, on my Facebook, have been put on the bad list. Now, anything that I post at all on Facebook, people, I don't see it, but other people see, it gets flagged with a COVID flag. Everything that I post gets a, hey, this might not be true about COVID. Click here to learn the facts about COVID. <laughs> what what uh what 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 Facebook are we talking about here? CMS. The CMS Facebook. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: See, I, yeah. I don't look, I you know what I, I don't think I've even looked at the CMS Facebook in literally six months.
2: Well, all I do, I, I don't post anything there except for advertisement for the shows. I mean nothing. I, I don't post anything there at all except for hey, check this out on heavy metal television, or hey, you know. We're talking about Caitlin's womb on the, you know, whatever it is. Just highlights, just, just bullshit. Right. And, and literally now at least two, three times a week, somebody sends me a screenshot that says, says this might be misinformation regarding (laughs) COVID-19. So we've made the bad list. I love it.
1: Oh, listen with care.
2: Yeah. Be careful what these guys say, fellas, people. They might, they might lead you down the wrong path. Yeah, we're talking about Gene Simmons singing last week. COVID related. COVID related.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, it's just unreal. Un- unbelievable. We're two years into this thing, and if if anybody doesn't have their uh, mind made up as to what they need to do or not do or yeah. or whatever, I I feel sorry for you. You you've had two years to get your act together to decide. How you want to conduct yourself in your personal lives where the big bad COVID is concerned.
2: Dude, that's a that's a terrible attitude to have. I I have adopted listening to a feeble old man to tell me what to do personally. <laughs> I don't know why you're not adopting that same lifestyle as well. I am I am just saying that as
1: a person who believes in the constitution in this country, I am all for personal liberty, personal freedom personal choice, personal decision-making and, and personal responsibility.
2: I take my cues from a guy that doesn't know if he's making a speech or shitting his pants. (laughs) That's what I do.
1: So, uh, that's, that's my stance. I, I, uh, I will, um, I will revert to the, uh, the framers and the, uh, the founders of this country, and I will go back to the uh, great document that uh, rules our our society.
2: Okay, that's it. Well, have have at it because that's the wrong way. Yeah. You're full of wrong speak tonight. I know.
1: I it, it, can that be considered hate speech in any way, shape, or form, or can it be considered? Uh, I don't know. Wrong uh, thing. Wrong think. Wrong think. It's, it's
2: wrong think. Definitely it's wrong think. You know, if you're not following camel toe and, and pudding head, then you're wrong. (laughs) They have all the answers. Yeah.
1: Well, I I see that, uh, your state, the state of Ohio, uh, I, I are, have they, uh, have they decided over there that you can, um, uh, carry without
2: a permit now? Dude, I know nothing about what my state does. I just do. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, I, I don't go anywhere. I carry without a permit all the time because I never leave the house.
1: I understand, but <laughs> that's, that's what I believe. I heard that, uh, they were, uh, kicking that around and they decided that, uh, you know, or maybe it was my state. I don't remember now. I, I just, I just briefly caught a snippet in my ear and I was just like, what the hell is that? Go- what, where is that going on? Carry so without a permit, without a permit, let's see.
2: So Ohio Senate on Wednesday passed legislation to allow people to con- c- carry a concealed handgun without a permit. There you go. And no longer require that. When does that go? Does that go into effect now? I think. Holy fuck. I'm never leaving my house again without the judge. <laughs> I knew I heard that. I was just Whoa. like, oh, look at that. Can it be loaded still or no? Yeah, of course. Well, I don't know. I mean, Dude, you know how dumb these laws are sometimes. Holy shit. I can care. oh, <laughs> I like that. Thanks for bringing that to the table.
1: Well, of course I, 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 keep my ear to the ground, you know, for the important stuff. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna have to look into this to see exactly what the rules are. If you ever get stopped. Now that part is true. You need to do that. I need to know. You probably just have to tell them when you get stopped. Hey, well, I've yeah, got a you're gun. To
1: do, well, you're supposed to have do that anyway, even if yeah. you do have a, you know, concealed carry. Remember, right. remember that, uh, Remember that cops episode that, that one incident where, where they pulled that guy over right over there in Streetsboro for, for, uh, for a headlight out. Oh yeah. 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 Not cops.
2: The other one, uh, live PD PD, and he was getting all nervous and shit.
1: Oh man. Oh man. I can't afford this. I can't afford this. And they just banged on the headlight and it came on. Right. And, And then the guy says, well, let me just run your license and stuff. Just, just, you know, just for shits and giggles, you know, and ran his license. He had a concealed carry. He goes, he goes, are you, you got a concealed carry? He goes, Oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot to say that. He goes, you know, that you, you need to tell me that the minute I pull you over, Right. you know, that's the first thing out of your mouth is I I'm concealed carry. Dude. Oh yeah. 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 I forgot. He goes, well, where is it? He goes, well, it's on the front seat. And then he <laughs> looks on the front seat or no, it was in the glove box and there was a ton of money in there too. And he goes, right. what's all this money? Oh, that's the rent. The rent. <laughs> oh, that's the rent. And then, then right there on the seat is a bag of uh, of meth or something. Yeah. A whole but bag. It's just it.
2: my pills. It's just my <laughs> pills. <laughs> Dude, listen to this. Listen to this. Both bills would also no longer require motorists to tell law enforcement about concealed handguns in their vehicles. Well, how about that? Though drivers would still have to truthfully say whether they have a gun with them if an officer asks.
1: Oh, I gotcha don't ask don't tell huh yeah.
2: so translation the the officers had training this week that said first question do you have a gun yeah exactly <laughs> but okay oh i like that Definitely. i don't i don't know if this is now we got to get that fucking dick fuck governor probably to sign this right it passed the senate it passed the senate 23 to 8 now now goes to the ohio house so it's not a law it's not through yet
1: No, but, but it's, it's, uh, they, they're, they're saying they're confident about it. Who knows
2: if this cock sucking fuck bag to wine steps over and, you know, executive orders or whatever, their vetoes this, I'm not going to say what I'm going to think because (laughs) (laughs) I don't need the knock at my door. It might be considered hate speech. Yeah. Well, I ain't worried about the speech part of it. I'm worried about the jailable offense part of it. Of course. Oh, Lee better approve this. Fucking dangerous as it's getting out there right now. You need to have a gun with you.
1: Well, I think that's uh I think that's kind of where this is being driven. Yeah, I'd like to put the saw
2: away and have a gun again. (laughs) The saw. I do. I keep a saw right in the front seat. What kind of a saw? A fucking saw. Like a hand saw? Yeah. Like like a
1: like a tree saw or like a like a
2: saw, like with a handle and and a blade. If somebody reaches through my window, I'm gonna fucking hack you're them. Gonna, you're gonna hack their hand? Fuck yeah. You, you don't think that'll pull them away? Well, why don't you just carry a hatchet then? That's a good idea too. A little small hatchet, just cut yeah, their fucking that, hand around. You know, you can be
1: like Uncle Buck, carry a little
2: yeah. hatchet around. That's not bad. I like you that. Yeah, I,
1: I keep that so
2: sharp it'll yeah. it'll it'll uh
1: it'll cut the balls off of a gnat.
2: I like it. I I might have to go out and I me mean, how much of those cost I, I think that would be quicker. Then Probably would be grab yeah. a
1: saw and trying to yeah. rake it across somebody's hand,
2: dude. And and believe me, some of the looks that I get, I, I know when Kelly gets in my car and she sees that fucking saw there, she's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?"
1: I'm going over to my mom's house to prune some trees.
2: No, I just tell her in case somebody reaches in my car, I'm a yeah, fucking. I, I'm, I
1: think I carry a little hatchet rather than a
2: saw. Yeah. I never really thought about it. I just went with what I had. <laughs> I had a saw. I didn't have a hatchet. So All right. So a saw it was. Yeah, get your little
1: hatchet. Yeah. Don't make me chop your arm off.
2: Hmm? Yeah. That'd
1: do some damage.
2: Yeah, it would. So would a saw though, really, if somebody reached into your car and fucking was grabbing you, trying to pull you out of your car and you raked a saw over their yeah, arm, no, but, but
1: the action of having to, to line the saw up and pull it across as opposed to a hatchet where you go, bam.
2: What oh, do you think I'm doing surgery here? I'm just going <laughs> to
1: it's like you're waving your saw around yeah. trying
2: to get a good come on motherfucker
1: <laughs> it just said that it's hitting the windshield and gets right. up in the visor and you're just god damn it sounds like music
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> sit still I'm trying to i'm trying to saw your arm off
2: yeah hold still Grab that steering wheel and hold tight, pal.
1: Right. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Let me reach over and get my yeah. saw. Uh, it doesn't sound like an effective
2: weapon. Well, yeah, it's effective. I've never had to pull it, so. <laughs> Don't make me pull my saw. Yeah, I'm, I'll do it. Yeah. Well, I used to carry a knife, but uh, but I got it taken once at a, at a stop. A cop saw it and he he said it was too long,
1: so he took. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Well, it can only be like four inches, right?
2: Yeah, and it was I, it was I, way I, longer I, than that. that. It was yeah, a. a yeah, this was a this was a military grade hunting knife, and and they were like, "Nope, can't have that in your car, sir. Take it." Yeah, no, they didn't really take it. They just made me put it in my trunk, but yeah, I used that to does a, me a lot of good in my trunk.
1: I know. I used to have a stiletto, but
2: I don't. You know, I don't carry that around. The shoe.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'll just whack you with my high heel.
2: I'll throw it at you and take out your eye.
0: Yeah,
1: I was at a gun show one time and some guy was selling these stilettos. I said, I'll take one of those. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but I was just like, Yeah, after I saw the law, it's like it's it's like six inches. I'm just like, Yeah, yeah, I better not have that in the car.
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely a hassle if you get if you get stuff. Although, I gotta admit, the cop. As much as I would love to smash him for being a dick, he really wasn't. He was just like, you can't really have that. I was like, yeah. all right. Okay. I was like, okay, what do I do? And he's like, put it in your trunk. I was like, okay, right. fair enough. Thank okay. God I'm not black or you'd have beat me up. <laughs> At least if you believe, again, the narrative. Yeah, if you believe course. the narrative, that's what, that's what would have happened. As a black, a black man would have been beaten to death.
1: That that always makes me laugh when Jericho Green puts up those 40 second clips where he goes, All right, guys,
2: this is it. This
1: is it. I think this is the end right here. There's a cop behind me. Right. I'm sure he's gonna shoot me. <laughs> yeah.
2: How did that not happen? <laughs> dumb. Dumb dumb dumb. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, what else is going on in the the world of Chris Akinisms? Uh
2: nothing. Just a lot, a lot of work. Just, I mean, really it's, it's, it's been one of them weeks. It's been a real Chris Aiken week. Uh, If I'm not, if I'm not asleep, I'm working. If I'm not working, I'm asleep. No, no variation all week. I didn't go anywhere. I was it. yeah, I had dinner with my mom. That's about the extent of, I had my mom, my mom and my kids over to have like a late, a very late Christmas dinner. (laughs) But that other than that, nothing but work the yeah, whole, the whole time. It was weird as, you know, I got my mom, you know, you have, you have your mom over your dad over, whatever you're thinking they get here at six. You're thinking they're going to be out the door at like eight o'clock, right? Dude. My mom was chatty. Kathy to, to be, to beat be, She left here at like 11 o'clock.
1: Oh, that's, that's way past the time. The night owls. She's a real <laughs> night owl now.
2: Dude, I and, and you know, I was acting like a fucking 60 year old man myself, like, oh man, it's getting late, mom. <laughs> I'm trying to give what? you the hint. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to go sack out. Yeah, it might be time for you to go, mom. Whoo, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, she stayed, she stayed late. We just kind of caught up because she was out in San Diego for for um uh, Christmas. Uh-huh. So I didn't I didn't get to see see her, or my brother, or anybody. So she was catching me up on the family gossip and talking about how my brother wants her to move out there, but the cheapest place near where they live is like one point two million. So that yeah, ended that.
1: I mean that's 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 in the you know the high rent district down
2: there. Yeah, and she was like one point two million. She's like I could buy ten of my houses for that. Yeah, no <laughs> I was like, yeah, you might want to just stay here, suck up the cold. Yeah, no kidding well they're not not i mean literally dude just tons of work lots of lots of work on heavy metal television this week lots of work on chris haken presents this week yeah,
1: i see I see. you got some <clears throat> accolades and comments in the chat room tonight about people enjoying your little five or eight minute snippet. yeah
2: yeah those are they're fun they're you know it's just fun and it's it's yet another place that I can explore other shit that I don't do here or with Aftershocks or with Toomey or with all, you know, with any of my other shit. So, right. you know, I can talk about wrestling or football or movies or whatever, you know, which, which is, fun. you know, me, dude, I I watch more TV than I do music. So it, it makes sense that I have at least some outlet to talk about TV type shit. So sure. it's fun. You know, and, and sometimes we're talking music Hell, to on Monday. Monday's episode is a, a little quick five minute interview with um, our friend Drew talking about the first video for Lucid. So I am still talking some music, but mostly it's other stuff. It's all the weird, dumb movies I'm watching and shit like that. YouTube things I'm finding, you know, fun stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I. I just seem with well, this week anyway, just getting back in the swing of things from, you know, the, the Christmas new year's break and whatnot, uh, man, just getting back into just a normal five day work week and coming home and,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: being, you know, being dark and cold outside. Hey, I come home, get something to eat, you know, just kind of relax a little bit, start watching something on TV. And before I know it, it's like, I'm, I'm asleep. Just, <laughs> You know, it's just like, ugh, I got to get out of this doldrum, man. It, this hits me every year about this time. It's just bad. I hate to tell you, dude, but you're getting old. <laughs> no, I, I've been this way forever, though. This isn't anything new. It's just I, I dread this time of year. It's just, you know, it doesn't have anything. To, I, I've done this almost every year for, for most of my adult life.
2: Yeah, it, I mean, it's an awful time of year. There's nothing to do. You know, there's and not watching football makes it even that much more boring. Cause there's nothing yeah. to even follow, True, you know, you know, I mean, it's, it really is a dead time, a, a dead time of the year from now until it gets nice out and you can go do like shows and shit like that. That's I'm looking forward to, I'm going not next week, but the week after I'm going back to the scene of the COVID crime, going back <laughs> to the funny stop to right. uh, see Landau. Is that and, right? Yeah. And And I'm looking forward to that, but other than that, and and like John wants me to jump in the car with him and, and, um, go and see, um, uh, dirty honey and, and Wolfie, which I may or may not do. It's one of them things. It's like two couples and me. Do I really want to be the fifth wheel? (laughs) Who's the two couples? John and Stephanie and AJ and whatever chick he's banging today. (laughs) All right. So, you know, and then me, so it's like, eh, do I really want to jump in on this and be the, be the fifth wheel, you know, kind of don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of
1: uh, shows and tickets, I, I actually purchased tickets for a concert. This is the first time I've purchased concert tickets in literally years.
2: Yeah, I heard that.
1: I bought tickets for Wasp and Armored Saint. Will you leave after the Saint or will you stay for the play? No, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, I'm I'll, going for the whole thing. I, uh, Sal and I and Taylor are going. All
2: right.
1: And so, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna go. It isn't for a whole year from now. It's yeah, a, no, I saw that. It's like December, <laughs> December second.
2: It's like almost get them a, while
1: they're hot. Yeah. Well, you know what <laughs> the thing is is I I logged into the oh, e tickets where they were selling. Unfortunately, wasn't through Ticketmaster, but right. went through e tickets and. uh, You know, I logged in right at noon. I mean, as soon as, as soon as it, it, you know, the little indicator turned green saying that you could purchase the tickets. Right. You know, I, I went on there. They had, it's in a, it's in a big theater. It's a theater show. And, uh, you know, there were tickets right there in the orchestra section. And I, you know, I hit three spots. Those tickets are unavailable. So you go back again and then you click three more. Those are unavailable. It shows available as soon as you run your mouse over it, but right. then as soon as you click them, they're unavailable. They're unavailable. So I ended up getting, uh, uh, eighth row center. And that's for, still pretty good, but still yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, it's only what, uh, 20 feet from the stage.
2: Right. How much were the tickets?
1: 79.
2: 79 bucks. Yeah. Well, you could have get, I mean, if you would have just gone to, to, um, StubHub, you could have got them for 300, a ticket for those first six rows. <laughs>
1: Yeah, seventy nine bucks yeah. uh, a ticket, and uh, like I said, eight, uh, row H. Uh,
2: that's that's pretty steep for for Wasp and Armor Saint.
0: Eighty
1: dollars. Well, the 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 orchestra tickets, orchestra pit, which was the first three rows, basically, yeah. uh, were a hundred. Oh, man, let's see. Well,
2: I guess because Blackie hasn't toured in a decade. I guess. Well, yeah, he was. hasn't been here since
1: uh, the last time I saw Wasp in the states was when they toured with, yeah. uh, Metal Church, uh, Stephen Piercy, I think LA, Gun- yeah, it was LA Guns, Stephen Piercy, uh, Metal Church and Wasp. That yeah. was, I think that was 2005. Right. Yeah. So that, that,
2: I think that's the last time they toured the States. Yeah. I don't know. I just, after seeing a couple years ago, all the videos of, of Blackie lip syncing, that were just off the chain bad, knowing that it's just a play now. Like, <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I thought about it. I didn't even look up the ticket price when I saw Armored Saint was announced. I was like, "Wow, I'd like to go," and I may still go, but I'll just go see Armored Saint and then I'll probably leave. Yeah, I, I, I can't watch him fake it. I can't do it. Yeah, well,
1: I, you know, I'm just gonna go for the music. You know, obviously, and huh. you know, there, there is somewhat of a show, somewhat of a stage show, so. I don't care. I haven't seen Wasp in fifteen years, sixteen hmm. years. You
2: yeah, know, I'm not so, saying don't go. I'm just
1: saying. Uh, well, I it's, I bought the tickets, and <laughs> it, I know you said to me, it's just like, well, that's if it happens. Well, I did. Well, yeah. I, I did buy the ticket guarantee, the seven dollars a ticket right. to get a hundred percent of your money back, so just in case something happens. You know, so I did do the insurance protection.
2: Right. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely be. If I go at all, it'll definitely be with the um hey publicist friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I will not be spending eighty dollars a ticket. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah. No way, not for that.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's sort of like an event hanging out with, you know, a couple people. I enjoy being around and stuff. Well, and and you and, never
2: get out to any shows, so you might as well. You could spend five hundred a ticket, it's still worth it just to get yeah, out. Sure.
1: So we'll see, we'll see what happens by December. (laughs) We're just just out of December. We have to, we're talking about a show in December.
2: Well, I hope everybody's still alive at that point. You know, that crazy, crazy COVID going crazy, killing people left and right. I know. Blackie's at that age. (laughs) So, so
1: speaking of that, and not to get into the whole COVID thing. Well, yeah. I, I see reports now that the that the uh, hospitals, people who are hospitalized to this COVID, yeah, the vaccinated and boosted are outnumbering the people who are quote unquote unvaccinated in hospital. Uh, you know now.
2: Well, that's because those people are dying. They're not. They're not able to get to the hospital. They're dead. <laughs> of course, of course, dude the bottom line to this whole stupid thing is the more the more people that have the you know they've got what 80% of the country immune or not immune um immunized at this point
0: allegedly
2: so well let's just say that that's true just for the sake okay. of argument yeah. to play along with puddin head's plan right um playing along with that and saying that 80% well of course those are the people that are going to go because they're the ones that are th- th- Eight of every ten per- people has been immunized, so of course, eight of every ten people that get it are gonna gonna be immunized people.
1: Well, but I know, yeah. but 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 that wasn't the line that if you get immunized, you're never you're not supposed to get it and it protects you from getting it.
2: Would you stop interrupting with the truth, Neely? For God's <laughs> sakes, don't you know that that line moves back and forth when needed?
1: Yeah. Plus, plus, you're not supposed to be able to get it or spread it because now you got a shield around you.
2: Now it's, it's supposed to be about flattening the curve for two weeks. Don't you remember? Oh yeah. I forgot
1: about that. Just 14 days. If everybody would just stay in, it'll go away.
2: It'll go away in two weeks. It'll flatten the curve. (laughs) Oh, well now everybody needs to get the shot and then everybody will be better. Oh, well now if you get the shot, then you just won't get as sick. Oh, but now you need a booster to make sure you don't get as sick. Oh, but now you need another booster to make sure that you can be sure that you won't get as sick. Don't you know the rules, dude? Come on. Uh, like
1: I said, I'll, I'll go with uh, what's best for me.
2: Yeah, I ain't worrying, and I've had it. So you know that should tell you everything you need to know. I've had it, and right. I'm not, and I'm not going to get a fucking jab. <coughs> That's too funny.
1: <clears throat> So there you are. That's, <clears throat> that's, uh, what my plans are in December of this year.
2: <laughs> well, I'm glad to see you're, you're not waiting till the last minute. Well, I'm planning ahead. God damn it. Oh my God.
1: You know, I, I wanted to make sure that I got in on that one.
2: Is that your what? 60th birthday present. That's <laughs> what, are, what are you going to be next year? Well, this year I'll be 59. Oh, 50. So such so your 59th birthday present. Yeah. Yeah. At the crack of 58. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like putting it on layaway. Right. Of course. (laughs) Paying a little off every day for a year. Exactly. Jeez. Why are they releasing in a time when everything's getting canceled by the day? Why would you release something 11 months or early?
1: I guess it's just the guarantee that it gets, gets sold or something.
2: Gets the venue. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I mean, what but, the
1: that, hell? That, but that's a, that's a two night stand there, both a Friday and a Saturday. So I opted wow. to get the Friday show so I could come in here on Saturday and talk about it.
2: Nice. We got to go for both nights.
1: Nah. Yeah. You you see one night. I mean, what what else you need to see?
2: There might be a lineup. Change. They might play dirty <laughs> balls one night and hell Dorado the next.
1: Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think I'll pass one, one night is enough.
2: Are they doing anything like special with it other than just a tour? I I mean, is it like, they probably don't know yet. It's a fucking year away.
1: Yeah. Well, they're, you know, obviously it's the 40th anniversary tour. So, you know, that's, that's why it's, you know, being touted as such a big deal. It's like 40 years.
2: No, Hey, I love Wasp. You know, dude, it's weird that I'm, I'm not really trying to shit on this thing because I do love Wasp. I just. Man, $79 a ticket. Woo. You know, it's, it's not that bad. I don't think 79 bucks is horrible. Dude, you've officially been converted to the dark side. If you don't think $80 for a ticket to see two bar bands is bad. Uh, bar bands? Bar bands! Uh,
1: I, 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 you know what? I, I've seen Armored Saints, uh, I want to say, four times in the last... In the last six years, I think. And, uh, man, they, they bring a great show. I, I, I'd pay pay 79 bucks just for Armored Saint.
2: Oh no. 25, (laughs) 25 top end.
1: Yeah. Well, like I said, this is the first time I've actually bought concert tickets in years.
2: I think the tickets for Armored Saint and Saxon were 40. That's Armored Saint and Saxon.
1: Yeah. Well, I saw of- I saw Armored Saint and um, Metal Church uh, at the Whiskey a few years ago. And then I saw Armored Saint and Queensryche together a few years ago. And then I saw Armored Saint and um, who else were they with? <clears throat> I'm trying to think. I think I may have seen them with uh, Metal Church twice. Okay. So, yeah, they're great, great yeah.
2: uh, Great band, man. I, uh, I love it. I'm, I'm not shitting on, dude. Again, not shitting on. Them. I'm just saying, man. That's a <laughs> that's a steep. I mean, dude, like Judas Priest tickets are only like a hundred and a quarter. Yes, but is that up front
1: though? Because because the tickets get cheaper on the way back. I mean, further back in the venue, they're like thirty five and forty five. Oh,
2: I All mean, right, yeah, you're a fancy guy. You can't sit back there. No, you need to sit up front. I do have to sit up front.
1: If I'm not side stage, I got to sit up front. Or I'm not going. Damn
2: right, that's true. <laughs> See, Jack, I just posted in the, in the chat in the chat. There, last time I saw Armored, say I paid twenty two bucks at House of Blues in two thousand eighteen. Yeah. So I had another twenty two for Blackie and forty four. Get a concert and a play. It's not bad. I don't know. hey, I do again. Have fun. At least you're at least you're getting a chance to go and do something.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
2: You know, we're some. you know, I'm shitting on you. Seventy nine. I'm paying a hundred bucks a month for fucking TV. So, <laughs> you know, so that I can have choices on when I want to watch TV. So it's I like, know, fuck. Of course. Why not? Well,
1: you're a fancy guy when it comes to your TV. Watching. Oh, yeah,
2: that TV and, and, you know, me with concerts. I rarely, rarely do I sit in shit seats. The only one I've done in the last forever is was that fucking Metallica show, and boy, was that a mistake! And I'm still bitter about that. Too. I am still yeah. bitter about it. Three fucking years <laughs> later, I'm still pissed. I'm still pissed that I dropped four hundred dollars for two fucking tickets to to sit in the nosebleeds and not be able to see to see a fucking blinking box. Yeah, that was not good. But yeah, all my other all, all my other I'm the same as you. Like Bob Seeger. I mean, how important is it to be close to see Bob Seeger? But I couldn't sit. I had to sit in like the fourth row or whatever oh, I was in right. fourth, fourth, fifth row, <laughs> you know, and that was, that was pricey. And yeah. I'm sure you probably think the same thing about that, where I'm bitching at you about 80 bucks for wasp. I spent 200 a ticket for Bob, Bob Seger.
1: Yeah. Uh, now is he officially done?
2: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: yeah. I think the last time I saw Bob Seeger was like 90, I think it was like 95. It was like his like comeback tour or something like that. Okay. I think that was last Promise
2: one. you the moon tour or whatever
1: it was? I, I don't recall what it was called, but uh, I think they he had just put out that greatest hits. Okay. <clears throat> so that was like 94 or 95, somewhere around there. That's right. less Was it the bad
2: greatest hits or the good greatest hits? I
1: don't recall. It's the one where he's standing on a railroad track.
2: Oh, yeah. That's the good one. That's yeah. The, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, because then he did a second greatest hits that was not a good one. It was like two songs that you knew and a bunch of bullshit from the from the before he was famous collection. You know, <laughs> like a bunch of songs that were not hits, but they it was a bunch of B sides or or mild hits. Yeah, this one charted at number ninety three on the Billboard chart. Wow, look at that. you know, it, it was shit like that. It was not a good list at all. <laughs> <laughs> Cause the first one's great. The first one is like every song is like a top 10 hit.
0: Yeah,
2: It all features that, that period of like 83 to whenever like a rock came out. Sure. You know, is that 90 maybe like a rock, something like that. But it, um, that one was good, but that second one was not very good at all. It was just kind of. Bleh. Can't find it. Ha ha. For those of you listening and not watching, Neely is in the back looking for his CDs. (laughs) The joy of television. (laughs) This is what you guys wanted when you were telling us to get video. (laughs) You wanted to see Neely just picking through his fucking CD collection.
1: Yeah, I have it. I just can't find it.
2: Nice. (laughs) I, I have that. Yeah, I'm sure. I I have it somewhere. I actually have a physical copy of the the one with the railroad tracks. Yeah, that's me. The, that's, yeah, look at you. <laughs> you know, guy, I, have I have no
1: idea who doesn't uh, who doesn't
2: even keep CDs. I don't. I Dude, the funny thing is maybe 4 months ago or something um Kelly was over here and she saw those books that I have of CDs that are up yeah. on my shelf and she she like opened one up to see what was in it and she tried to take a cd out they have not moved in so long they're that all they're stuck. all
1: stuck yeah they're know? all stuck the page the the plastic has yeah. probably melted right into the disc
2: melted right into the ink on the top of the discs yeah <laughs> but i i never i never pull out cd i don't even know that i have a cd player anywhere anymore maybe on a computer somewhere but like this computer th- that i have here it doesn't have a cd player on it that doesn't have a drive at all no no, it has USB ports. You just plug in the thumb drive or something, mm. you know? Yeah. I don't have my computers. Don't, I don't have a DVD player in the, on any of the TVs. I don't use that shit. Well, why would you, you throw it all away? Yeah, that's it. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't keep anything anymore. And no. things like this, you talk about useless. What am I going to do with something like this? What is that? It's a book. Why no, but what's, what is it? That doesn't matter. I mean, this one is when Eagles dare iron maiden in the eighties, but what am I going to do with a book? Read
1: well, it. You, did you, well, did you read it? No, you just have it.
2: It's just sitting right here. I but have
1: you, but we, so that you got that as a promo thing, but you didn't even bother looking at it.
2: No, I looked at it enough to do the interview. I read a page <laughs> or two. Look, I have books galore sitting right next to the oh, desk. I see, I see that. I have Rob Halford confess.
1: Yeah. Oh, is that the one where we got uh, banned for uh, talking about his, uh, you know, his trip to the men's room? I think so. That's the one where they made a, we, we were reading exactly his own words and we got yeah. to, uh, we got a strike for that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Because it was homosexual bashing or some shit. Right. Exactly. Like for reading. his own book. It's, yeah, his, so we it's gotta... his words, not ours.
2: Hate speech strike. Then I've got, I am Michael Alago, the uh, Michael Alago story for signing Metallica. My my good friend, Michael Alago. And then I've got, um, an autographed copy. Look at that. Ooh, there's my autographed Martin pop off. Look at that. Look at that. Iron Maiden in the eighties have never read more than maybe two pages. Huh? Well, whatever. I just don't read. I dude, I have tons of them up here too. I have, um, the silent Don, which is our friend. Um, Scott yeah. DG. Yeah. Scott DG's book. Um, KK Downing's book is up there. I don't know what that other book is, but it's somebody's book.
1: It's your It's your heavy metal library of books.
2: Yeah. It's the ones John hasn't taken. Cause a lot of times John, John reads a lot on the shitter. So I, I keep him, I keep him well (laughs) shittified.
1: He reads on the shitter.
2: Yeah. So I give him, I give him my books and, and he has an audible account. And so a lot of times I'll take his audible account and I'll listen to books. Oh, I see. You know, I'll listen to whatever book he has, but yeah, read. Dude. When, when do I have time to sit down, get my hands off a computer and just say okay let me thumb through the pages here and get me some knowledge that shit ain't happening no thanks yeah
1: well speaking of uh people in the music business and yeah. so on
2: and so forth i,
1: I mm-hmm. mentioned to you uh, last i think it was it last week or or so that uh uh i was watching um these documentaries you know these music yeah. documentaries on you know people that aren't i'm not necessarily a fan of or even mm-hmm much about them, but I'm always interested in people's success and business and how they got to be where they were and, you know, the success that they have. Sure. Uh, I, I saw, I saw a documentary. I think this was on HBO max. I think that's it. Rod Stigwood, the guy who, uh, uh yeah, he, he was uh, really huge in the seventies during the whole Saturday night fever thing. Okay. And, the and all this and that. And he, he, this guy, this guy, you know, I was only, you know, young kid then I was only, you know, 12, 13 at the time. So I would never know about this guy. Sure. Well, well he was Australian and, uh, he came to this country. He's the one who started uh, RSO records. Okay. The Rod Stigwood organization is what RSO stands for. Okay. And he, and he was the manager of the Bee Gees. He managed the Bee Gees All right. and he managed um, um, Eric Clapton and he managed, um, who else did he manage? He he was, you know, the, oh, I think he managed Bowie too, if I'm not mistaken.
2: So he had Bowie, Clapton and the Bee Gees?
1: Yeah, that was three of his, you know, bigger ones in the late huh. 60s, early 70s. We should have tried harder getting those fucking
2: hack acts. Well, no, but, you but here's, survive? <laughs> well, here, here, here's,
1: here's the thing is that, uh, he had a vision for a lot of, he, he's kind of, um, responsible for making movie soundtracks, a sellable thing. Okay. No movie. There were always movie soundtracks, but they never charted or anything. Sure. And so, because he worked with the Bee Gees and because he worked with, uh, you know, uh, some of these, you know, disco acts and things like that, 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 uh, Saturday night fever soundtrack and that grease soundtrack, those, mm-hmm. those, those things sold like, uh, 30 and 40 million copies.
2: Yeah. I believe that,
1: you know, and he, he spearheaded the, the Saturday night, uh, fever movie and he spearheaded the grease movie and, you know, he, he, he was, you know, everything he touched in like a four to five year period, just turned to, turned to platinum, Right. You know, know, just, it was just, he was just untouchable. And this guy made millions and millions of dollars, like $800 million personally over like a four year period. Good for him. Because of all the stuff that he did in the entertainment business from movie soundtracks to movies, to, to, uh, I don't know, Plays and shit like that. He just seemed right. to know exact He had his finger on the pulse of what was really popular or what would really sell at that time.
2: Sure. Well, he sold me a couple copies of the Grease one.
1: <laughs> so, so I, you know, I didn't, I knew who this guy was, but I didn't know his background. So, if you get a chance to, to, uh, it's called Mr. Saturday Night is the name okay. of the, uh, the, um, uh, documentary. Right. It was just, it's just amazing. This, this guy. You know he uh you know it was kind of rumored that he might be gay, but mm-hmm. but he never led on to be like a real flamboyant person, but he was you know he was never married and they you know they always said that he was the uh um the uh what do you want to call it when you're when you're a, a confirmed bachelor that was what the term okay. he's yeah. a confirmed bachelor right <laughs> but, but but there's all these pictures where he bought a yacht. He had this okay. massive yacht, but he always had these very twinky guys hanging around, you know, shit like that.
2: Hey, look who's hanging on my yacht. It's Charles it, Nelson Riley. But he wasn't
1: like a swishy <laughs> dude or he didn't have right. that gay affect or anything like that. So he just sort of kept his, uh you know, his sexuality under wraps or, you know, he, he just handled himself like a professional yeah. business guy.
2: can't believe anybody would suspect a guy that took Broadway plays and converted them into movies was gay. can't (laughs) believe that that could be ever a thought. Yeah, sure. But uh,
1: it it was a good uh, documentary. Like I said, I didn't know anything about this guy at all, but he, here's the thing is that he, when he was working with the um, the movie studio and he was working with the record labels, Mm -hmm. he offered them the soundtrack to Saturday Night Fever.
2: Right, and
1: the 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 record label basically said, "Yeah, soundtracks don't sell." He goes, "Okay, I'll just keep it for myself." And you know what he did? You know what his take his personal take on it was? How much? Four bucks an album. That was wow. his That was his personal take on on the soundtrack when it Holy sold. Holy smokes! Yeah, Four dollars a piece. He made
2: a dollar or two. Jesus the Christ! Same, the
1: same way with Greece because those two soundtracks came out very close to each other. Sure. Because I think it was like the summer of 78 or something like that, somewhere yeah. around there.
2: Saturday Night Fever was November of 77. And so it was close to 78. Yeah, and Grease I know was 78 because yeah. I remember when but I they, saw the movie. It was real
1: close. It was just months apart. Yeah. and the And the record label turned down both soundtracks and he said, fine, I'll just release it myself. Yeah. You know? they said yeah we don't want that you just keep it
2: whoops <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry
1: <laughs> you're on the air yeah
0: what's up boon hounds what's going on who from the Lou, man what are you guys talking about faggots? <laughs> just got just got my car here from i waiting in the goddamn parking garage here at the hockey game. Uh, after the hockey game, I ain't fucking moved in 10 goddamn minutes. Gotta be a fucking nigger down there holding everything <laughs> up. It always usually is a damn darky or a fucking broad down there holding everything up. Goddamn. I mean, Jesus Christ. Well, They're here for 10 minutes.
1: They can't move. Well, what? Uh, I didn't know that uh, the uh, the people of color were hockey fans.
0: Well, I mean, well, they're probably an employee, you know, they, they work in the, uh, boxes there serving the, uh, white people, you know, the way things ought to be, Jesus. but, uh, so, uh, so you guys got, guys got a big MLK day weekend planned.
1: Uh, no, but uh, I, I need to ask you Lou before we get into, yeah. your, into your racist tirade. Um, what's the uh, rules for going to uh live sporting events there in Missouri? Are you wearing a mask or is that required over there or not required? Or uh, what's the deal?
0: Well, basically you just wear your mask to the front, uh, till you get in and then they don't enforce it. Once you're in the building, All right. uh, it, you know, it's just, uh, you just do a dog and pony show. You put the, put the mask on or if you forget to bring one with you, they, uh they have' them there uh you know where they scan your ticket and uh uh you know once you once you get in you you yank it off i mean they they can't freaking uh you know have twenty thousand people wear a damn mask. they can't monitor all that right and uh, I, no, I, go ahead i mean i know at the beginning of the season they uh they would come up the aisles, you know, the ushers with their little signs telling you to mask up. But they don't even do that now.
1: So no, no vac, so, no vast Vax pass, where you got to show, show
0: me your papers, comrade. You got to do that, or show them a test that you're not. Well, how did you? Wait. Uh, so they do have a Vax
1: pass uh, requirement there.
0: Yeah, but uh, I've uh, I had COVID over Christmas. So, I've got a couple positive tests in my pocket here to get me in. So, I uh, I had it over Christmas. So, I spent Christmas in COVID jail. But, you know, it was nothing like what uh, 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 Chris there had to go through. You know, all I really basically had was nothing more than a bad sinus infection. And, you know, a little bit fatigue. Other than that, you know, I, I was fine. So, you know, it wasn't like the fucking plague or something where i was you know angel angel saw the angel of death floating above my bed or what have you <laughs> but uh but i'm fine so you know there, there, there's way you know different little ways around it you you can do it i mean you know they're saying here now in saying they don't want you going out of your house unless it's fucking essential but you know i would say hockey's essential so you know <laughs> whatever So
1: that's got to take a long time to get everybody through the turnstile. You got to, you got, obviously you got to present your ticket. Then you got to (laughs) have a mask on. Then you got to have some kind of a vax pass and
0: you know, how, how do they? Well, well, actually not. They have a thing through your phone that you can do it pregame. You can do it through your phone and just kind of, you show on your picture, uh, on your phone, there's an app where you just show them your your negative test, and then uh, somehow that goes in some kind of database where you get a little notice on your phone saying you're, uh, you know, you're free of the cooties, <laughs> and you just show that at the door and you go right on in. Holy shit! So you know it's really not that bad. I mean, I mean, think about it. I mean, the majority of hockey fans are white, so you know the IQ level right there. You're not dealing with the NBA fans or anything like that. So, you know, it, it runs pretty smoothly. So, you know, it is what it is. I, I can't, I, you know, I did without hockey for a couple of years. I couldn't do no more. So I guess you can say I sold my fucking soul or what have you, but shit, man, I, you know, can't sit around and, you know, only so many times you can sit around on a Saturday night, beat off. You're right. You know, shit, you know, when you pumping off gets old after a while, yeah. You, uh, you know, gotta find something new. Oh, so especially now that the Hallmark Christmas movies are over, there's no more Lacey Chamber pumping off or, uh, oh. uh, God, who was that gal that was on a uh, full house?
2: Candace Cameron oh. Burr.
0: Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah. God violated her 10 ways from Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and so forth. But, uh, but you guys all have a good Christmas and everything. You you celebrate Kwanzaa or, or <laughs> how do you do that? Do it, Neely. I, I celebrated Kwanzaa, banged
1: a couple black chicks, um, you know. Get AIDS. I lit up the menorah that, that was <gasps> stolen from the Jews. And, uh, you know, I had a, I had a, I got wide and had a great time.
0: Uh, that's good. What about you, Chris? Do you remember your Christmas? Did you spend a shit face? Yeah. You stick your dig in it. A- your dick in a porker or,
2: uh, <laughs> didn't do shit. Didn't, didn't so much as sing a Christmas song. Nothing. Yeah, Christmas just pre- is overrated. Just pretended it was another day.
0: Basically it is, you know, spend a little time with family. did you get fucking sick of them. Then, you know, just another fucking day. So, but like that, I mean, I was in fucking COVID jail. So I was, I was watching a silent night, deadly night, uh, marathon on, uh, on uh, cable television. So that's how I spent mine and oh. so forth. But, uh, so have you guys, you guys touched on, uh, the new, uh, wasp tour.
1: Yeah. We already just talked about that. I got tickets and, uh, Chris, uh, admonished me for spending $79 to go see wasp.
0: So you're going to see them in St. Charles. I am. See, they, they ain't coming. That's the closest to coming to St. Louis. So, you know, I'm thinking of, of, you know, paying out the wazoo because they're one of the few bands left on my bucket list that I've not seen yet. And, uh, you know, since, you know, Blackie Lawless does most of his touring overseas, I figure this may be the last freaking chance I get to go see them. But, you know, any Trunk's the reason why they're coming to the U.S. I mean, you know (laughs) that, right? (laughs) I have no
1: doubt the influence of the trunkmeister.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I listened to the interview because I do like to listen to Blackie Lawless because you know he comes across as somewhat intelligent and last spoken. But the guy couldn't get a damn. well, watch it, bitch! Watch it! Sorry, somebody came close to my car. Uh, but he, uh, but you know, he comes across as really well spoken, and somewhat intelligent. You know, he's interested. You know, interesting to listen to.
1: Well, I, I had an, I had an opportunity to interview Blackie one-on-one in a locked room about, uh, boy, close to 20 years ago already. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, I couldn't believe it, but, uh, yeah, it was just me and Blackie together for an hour. I had an hour to sit and, uh, interview Blackie. And, uh, when I interviewed him, I, I really was a little bit nervous because Blackie is intimidated intimidating yeah. and he's very intelligent and so i interviewed him about everything except music
0: yeah he you know he's kind of like the opposite of gene simmons gene simmons pretends to be really really intelligent whereas black ullis really is he
1: is so we talked about baseball we talked about politics we talked about uh uh, uh what do you want to call um Social issues. We talked about all kinds of stuff except music. And when I got done, I, you know, thanked him for his time. And he says, "Best interview I've ever, I've ever had."
0: Well, I would expect that from you, Neely. (laughs) I mean, you're 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 the goat when it comes to interviewing rock stars. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) You know, you're you're the goat when getting young, uh, nearly underage pussy too. So (laughs) that's me. So, but. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, I'm gonna, I am don't know. I I guess, was it, St. Charles is about four and a four-and-a-half-hour drive. You know, I, I've been to Chicago for several Iron Maiden shows and a King Diamond show, so I may may try to make it up there to see Wasp because, again, I don't, you know, there's that's the closest they're playing, and who knows if I'll ever get another shot to see them again.
2: Well, you better decide quick. There's not a lot of
0: time to plan.
1: Yeah, it well, isn't is until December, so you better hurry
0: up and get your tickets. Yeah, yeah, well, it's two nights, too, so, you know, fuck, whatever it is, but, well, I'll I'll let you you poon hounds go back to talking about cocksuckers or, uh, you know, whatever it was you were talking about, knob slobbers, uh, butt pirates, surfing the Hershey Highway, you know, whatever, but, uh, yeah, it's good touching base with you guys in the new year, Uh, looking forward to whatever the hell you guys got going on this new year, and hell and kill, fuck you, pal. And Martin Luther King was a communist, fornicator, and a and an adulterer. God bless.
2: <laughs> All right,
1: goes <laughs> Lou from the Lou. Check it in.
2: Lou always um down with the black man. <laughs> he is. Jeez, he is. He, he's a man of the people. When is Martin Luther King Day? Is that this weekend Monday. or something? Monday. Is it? <laughs> yeah. When you don't go out to work, it doesn't matter now, does it?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sal, Sal sent me a notice from his, uh, his building today that, uh, there is not to be any work done, remodeling any kind of construction work or anything done in the building on Monday. Why? Because it's Martin Luther King day.
2: So is that how you celebrate black people by not working?
1: Correct. All
2: right. If that's the way it goes, I guess that's fine. It's a
1: a notice to all tenants and residents that there is not to be any kind of work going on in the building on Monday.
2: Hmm, Well, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So
1: so there you are.
2: Well, there you go. Well, I'm going to celebrate Martin Luther King Day by watching Soul Plane.
1: There you go. How about Snakes on a
2: Plane? Snakes on a Plane would be okay, too. Right. You know, any, any black movies... Lord knows, I'll bet you Hulu and Amazon Prime and Netflix are going to remind me of black cinema all week. Yeah, they, well, they do,
1: because they have a whole segment over there called Black Voices.
2: Yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure that's what I'll be tuned into to celebrate Martin Luther King Day. Right. Because that's about the extent of this celebrating that I ever do. Sure. It'll be Whatever. business as usual for me. Yeah. Same about the same here. Like I said, yeah. I didn't even know that it, I didn't even know that it was a day yeah. this week. <laughs> I had no
1: Going to work, earn earning my pay, mm-hmm. you know, contributing to society, paying my taxes.
2: You don't get the day off?
1: No, of course not. Why not? It's not an official holiday.
2: Oh. <laughs> okay. It's just, it's I thought just, they made it an official holiday. No.
1: I don't know. For some Is people. It just a
2: me. it's just a recognized day, I guess. It's a token day. Now, now let's not use that language <laughs> language token. Yes. You don't want to say that anymore. Uh,
1: I, well, what, what do you, what's the little coin you put in a slot to get on the subway? A quarter. No, it's a token. What do you, what, what do you, what do you, uh, what did the old arcade sell in the machine there to play all the arcade games?
2: Quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I will not get sucked down your racist path. My
1: my racist rabbit hole.
2: Yes. I'm not going to get sucked down into that. uh, Cause I care. (laughs) I'm real worried about that. Right. Somebody call me a racist. I know you are. All
1: right. Well, what do you say we take a break? And since we are talking about wasp, Mm -hmm. uh, why don't you pick a wasp tune?
2: Um, I think it's called redemption. It might not might be called something else, but it's the last tune on um, neon gods. Part one neon gods. Part one. Yeah. I think it's called redemption. The redemption. Something like
1: that. Uh, well, let's see here. Neon God, the rise. That's part one. That's part one. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. What is this called? Uh, the, the, the running man and the rate the raging storm,
2: the raging storm.
1: You're sure that's the one. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is the last song.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll play. I was close. It's the last song. It starts with an R. That's pretty good.
1: <laughs> You're right. It is pretty good. It's not you bad. Know, you I'm know, old. My out. brain
2: don't work like it used to. God damn it. <laughs> you had
1: the right album. You had the right, uh, you know, the right band. Right. And you had the right track. And, and, and the right first it, letter. And you knew it started with an R. Yeah. I'm close. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to play a few songs. We'll come back. We'll do some more stuff. So here it is from Wasp, the Neon God, part one. This is the Raging Storm exclusively here
2: on your classic metal show. Thanks for checking out this episode of the classic metal show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. If you're a fan of heavy metal, then you should have the CMS Network app on your phone. With five great shows featuring all the best artists in heavy metal of all genres, as well as streaming radio, video on demand, and of course, heavy metal television, the CMS Network app is the app you should have. Just go to your app store and do a search for CMS Network, and you'll just install it, and you will have all the metal you'll ever need. Stop surfing around for it. It's all right here on the CMS Network app.